0: I want to take just a second, a a reminder, um, hopefully you saw this this last week, but um, we we missed this morning, but Carolyn Caldwell um, is here this morning. Carolyn lost her aunt and her sister in this last week, and um, we do want to continue to remember her family in your prayer. We love you, we're glad you're here today, and we pray that Jesus will continue to give you peace during this time. As we move towards Reach Sunday here, I believe this is one of the most important days for the future of our congregation as we move forward. Because as we've said, this is not just about meeting the needs of today, this is about reaching today into tomorrow, about helping to form and mold the next generation through what they see through our faith. Because what was seen through the generation before us, people like Harvey Grant, Harvey and Lucille, who have been such a great, great part of this church um, for for so many generations, so many years now, um, we pray that as this generation 30, 40 years down the road look back at our church, at Shiloh Road in 2018, they would see these people that were formed by this great faith in Christ people like Spencer and Ariana Jones, that they would see their faith in what Shiloh has done and, and even the ones coming on behind them. So I believe that this is one of the most important, formative days in the life of our church for generations to come. And I pray that you would continue to join us in prayer this week. And I want to share with you just a, a, a moment this morning. Um, we read a story of Jesus feeding 5,000. And I want to share with you just one verse from that story. I want to kind of land there this morning and and focus for just a a couple of minutes. Um, This is in verse 17 of chapter 14. This is how the disciples answered Jesus. All we have, Is five loaves of bread and two fish. Let me read it again. All we have is five loaves of bread and two fish. One more time. All we have is five loaves of bread. And two, fish. Isn't it amazing that we hear that phrase, all we have, and most generally it's a negative thought. All we have, we need to buy groceries and all we have is $20. Like We need to do laundry and all we have is enough for one load. We need to get the house clean before a company arrives and all we have is 45 minutes. And most of the time when we talk about all we have, it's not this positive emotion, but it's a negative thought. All we have is five loaves of bread and two fish. We we see it as a scarcity problem, a scarcity Issue that this is all we have. This this is all that we have access to. And the disciples are given this task of feeding these people from Jesus, and their response is Jesus, all we have is five loaves of bread and two fish. See, the problem is their eyesight is pretty good. Because they see a massive crowd of people, 5,000 plus women and children. And they see a little boy with five loaves of bread and two fish. And their response is, here's what we have, this is all we have. And it's not near enough to do what's necessary. It's not near enough to feed the people. Because we have this access issue. We, We have a problem getting to what we need. Because of our location, this remote location that we find ourselves in. And we have a resource issue. Because we we have this problem. It would take more than a year's wages to feed the people. We don't have the, the access to the food. We don't have the access to the resources. There's no way that we can do what needs to be done. See, there's a problem the disciples kind of stumble onto. And it's a problem that you and I face every single day. And it's this, that your circumstances and your situation will affect what you see. Your circumstances, your situation will affect what you see. And your circumstances and your situation will cloud your vision of what could be. And it will make it impossible to see all that we have and instead see all that we have. The circumstances, the situation that the disciples find themselves in. 5,000 people that need to eat, that need food. And Jesus puts the responsibility on them. And they don't have access to the resources they need. What do you do when your circumstances and your situation cloud your vision to the point that all you see is what you do not have You see, faith steps in, and faith is what bridges the gap between what is and what could be. Faith bridges the gap between what we see and what we know and what we think and the world that Jesus has called us to create. And what the disciples do not understand is they have access to resources far beyond anything that they can see or comprehend. They have access to resources beyond anything their eyes can physically see because they have a vision problem. They have this issue with their eyesight. They have a vision problem. It's the The problem of blurred vision. They can see, but they can't clearly see. They can see this man Jesus standing in front of them, but they have blurred vision to who he actually is and what he's actually doing. And they struggle to see what could be because of him. They see the meager resources they they have. They have the bread. They have the fish. And this is not nearly enough to feed the multitude. This is not nearly enough to feed this crowd. We have a problem. And they don't realize that the one who placed the fish in the sea is the one that stands in front of them. They don't realize the one that caused the the wheat and the barley to grow is the one who is speaking to them. They, They don't understand that this God is a God of abundance who has always provided for His people. Creation was set up as a creation that would be abundant Because God speaks into this world and creates the world. And he doesn't just create trees and then start creating more trees. He creates trees that have the ability to reproduce themselves. He creates plants that have the ability to reproduce themselves. And animals that can reproduce themselves. And people that can reproduce themselves. And he doesn't just set things in motion and then continue to move. He continually lets creation reproduce itself. And everything is intertwined and everything is dependent on each other. Because the people need the animals and the, the trees and the plants. But the plants need the people and the animals. And the animals need the people and the trees and the plants. It's abundant. God gives everything it needs to sustain itself. As God leads the people out, he provides manna for them in the wilderness. And he says, I'm going to give you enough for each day and gather enough and don't leave any over. But then when he comes to the sixth day, he says, gather enough for both the sixth and the seventh day. There will be plenty. Or when the people of Israel build the tabernacle and Moses asked them to bring the gifts, they get to a point in this process where Moses says, okay, we have everything we need. God has provided everything we need in the people that we have. Here's what I believe about Shiloh Road in 2018. God has provided us everything we need right here, right now, to do what we believe he has called us to do. That does not just mean in giving. I believe financially we have the resources here to do what he is calling us to do. But I also believe in vision and leadership and people's abilities and gifts and talents to go and reach this community with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I believe God has given us everything we need right now to do what he is calling us to do. And so Paul prays to Jesus. He's talking to this church and he says, I want you to understand that this God, this Christ, is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. And my question for you this morning is, do you really believe that? Have you allowed Christ to stand in the gap, to bridge the gap between what you see and the world that could be? The world that Christ is calling us to create. This better place. This place with the good news that the foundation is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or is all you see all that we have. What would it be like next week if every single person came together And said, this is all we have. See, you you see it is not much. But I think collectively God looks at all I have and all you have and all you have and all you have and all you have. And says, there is more than enough. Bring your gift. Bring your offering. And I'm going to do more with it than you could ever ask or imagine. Trust me. Have faith in me. Don't see all that you have. Understand all that you have is a blessing. And God has richly blessed you. See, the world tells us what is broken and blessed. Or what is broken is not blessed. And leaves very little left. But I think one of the things we learn in this story is Jesus takes these loaves, he breaks them, and begins to pass them out. Is We see what is broken and blessed blesses the world. Because Jesus breaking the bread is an act of preparation. He's preparing it to be used by the people. And just imagine putting yourself in that story. As Jesus gathers the, the bread and the fish... And the disciples look on with concern. There's there's a problem. We, we, we can't see beyond what we see. We don't have the resources. We don't have the access to do what we need to do. And Jesus blesses the bread. And he breaks it. And he hands it to the disciples. And I'm sure for the disciples, there's this moment of, wait. Jesus, wait, wait, wait. There's... There's not enough for everyone. There's not enough to go around, but yet they pass it to the family next to them, and they eat. And they're surprised that it's passed to the next family. And to the next family, and to the next family. And pretty soon, the baskets are out of sight, and they can't see them anymore. But yet people are still eating, and the, there seems to be food moving throughout the crowd. And the evening comes to an end, and the people get up out of this deserted, out-of-the-way location and begin to head their separate ways. And the disciples look across this field and they begin to see some baskets laying on the ground. And, and they're astonished as they walk up to the baskets and they realize that there's still food left. In fact, there's more food When it's over, than there was when they began. And I I wonder if at that moment, if their vision just cleared up a little bit. Wait, 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 wait. This is all we had. And now this is all we have. Who? Who is this man we, we know he claims to be the messiah we know he claims to be christ the son of god but but we're struggling with with our faith but we're starting to see him in these small ways stand in the gap of what is and what could be and creating a new world of possibilities What would happen next week if each of us came with all that we had? What would Christ create through us that would change this world forever? Don't allow your circumstances and your situation to allow you to see what is not there. We are a richly blessed people. And not just financially. We, we have the blessing of Christ in our life, in His Spirit. And He is empowered and gifted each and every single person here. And you can say, this is all I have. But in the hands of Jesus, through his church, he can say, this is all we have. And I believe that all we have in Christ has the power to change and transform the world. Father, today, we pray in this place, your blessing on us. As we look to be a people who exalt, encourage, and engage. And Father, we pray that we are a people that you are using to change and transform this world through the good news of Jesus. Through stories from people like Spencer Jones and Harvey Grant. Different sides, different generations. But Father, gifted blessed by you, broken and prepared in so many different ways. And we believe, Father, what is broken and blessed blesses this world. Father, we pray all of this in the powerful name of your son, Jesus. Amen. I want to invite you this morning, if you've never given your life to Christ, come to him, submit to him, be buried and raised again into new life. If we could pray for you, we would love to do that as well. Um, We're going to have ministry staff shepherds around this auditorium. Whatever we can do to help you, to bless you this morning, come while we stand and sing.